0: with Carrie Jones Hi guys and welcome to this week's podcast. I've just returned from my trip to Ireland and had a wonderful time. Meeting friends which I haven't seen for, jeez, probably three years now because of the restrictions and lockdown. And I've met some new friends. A few of my Patreons. Danny Cullen, Shane Boggs and Andy Barton. It was great catching up with you. Special thanks to Andy for helping me out because I did actually have a bit of trouble with my engine. He was kind enough to let me mow my boat there for a couple of days while I get it sorted. The trip itself was awesome. I had lots of browns, and I mean lots. From 2 to £6, on drys. A pattern, actually, which was given to me by Jimmy Turrell, which is his own pattern of a detached-body mayfly. And honest to God, if you ever think of going to Ireland, you need some of these flies. Deadly. Get in touch with him and order some. A big thanks as well, because the Basil Shields who kindly let me mow my boat there. At this amazing place he's got, at Ardnasilla Lodge. Top guy, a top angler too. I was hoping to do a podcast with Basil, actually. When I was there, the fishing was so good. We just on the lake all the time, and with his guiding, and he was taking people out every day. But I hope to be back maybe the end of next month now. And that will be a podcast not to be missed. The knowledge of this guy is something else. So anyway, I'm back home. I came back home a couple of days ago. On to this week's podcast. Now well, this week's guest is local to me and has the river usk running through his veins and has a real passion for wild trout. He's secretary of Gwent Angling Society and plays a big part in arranging the fly fishing open day at Gilwyn, which if anyone is interested in going, is today, Saturday the 11th of June. It runs to half past four, so if you listen to this, get over there because it's well worth going to as there are tying demonstrations to some of the country's top tyres, cast intuition, plus fishing methods at the bankside of the river Esk. Not to forget a hog roast. He has a passion for fishing and tying micro-flies, notably dries up to size 24, and has had great success. And even though he is no longer tying commercially, he still enjoys taking part in angling shows up and down the country, and he tells us of how it all started on the rivers and the upper reaches of the taff when he was a small boy. Welcome to my chat with Gareth Lewis. Well, it's nice you to bring me here, Gareth, to this spot on the ask. It's probably, you have seen as one of your favorite spots, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Um, so this is uh, just outside
1: Uh It's the Gwent Anglin's T-Mauer beat. Uh, I suppose the, the flagship beat of, uh, of the club, really. What um, oh, is it? Nice, nice and accessible. Um, and really, really good good trout, um, you know you can spend your days fishing various uh, methods, but um, where we are sat now i 'll quite happily sit there you know maybe after work or through a day. Um, and I'll be looking over there, the willows, and, um, you know, the fish will rise there. With one of your cigars? Possibly with a cigar, yeah, sometimes a beer. Yeah. Or do you normally um, wait
0: until you have a fish before you have a cigar?
1: I like to, yeah, because I, I kind of feel like I'm cheating myself. If I, it's a bit of a trophy, you know, so... Uh, yeah. But, yeah, if, if you're out, you know, and you've, you've come up, a, you're up at six, and the fishing's not really going to kick off this time of year, it's July now, right, so it's... Oh, June, sorry. Um, and it's not really going to kick off until, you know, that last hour and a half, two hours max before dark um so yeah sit wait We can see uh, there's a pair of dippers there um yeah. and you'll often see buzzards and stuff and you know it's the other stuff you can see while you know you're waiting how was for the start the
0: season feel
1: really good um very cold at the start of the season chatting to a friend the other day alex and he was uh, he was upstream of me i was downstream and we were both just stood in those pools that we know well that are going to produce those March browns then and early season, yeah. early season flies, uh, and we was just stood there for like 40 minutes in the water up to our thighs. and We knew they were going to come on, um, but it just took that 40 minutes and we were chattering teeth by the end of it. We caught a couple it of fish March gone ago. out. That was back in March, yeah. Uh, later March, obviously. Yeah. But we had a, you know, LDOs coming off early season anyway before the March browns. So, they, you know, the US does fish well early season to be fair. Uh, but then it within three, four, five weeks, it just flipped to summer conditions, really. We haven't had um, rain now since February, really, yeah, proper yeah, rain. Too. So it, she is on her bones a bit, but um, she's still producing quite well. A
0: bit of wind tonight, isn't it? You'd you prefer <laughs> a bit less than this, there?
1: I, uh, I would prefer a lot less than this, yeah. There's <laughs> um, a nice ripple on the water, um, and that's not normally uh, too conducive to uh, the hatches that I was hoping for, but... Um, Hey, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. It's
0: strange sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes you you want the ripple because it hides your leader and it, it slightly helps you when catching, especially fish fishing yeah. flies. But there's times then when you do get a wind, the flies don't hatch.
1: No, so whether they're a bit too, I don't know, I wouldn't say worried because it's not really an invertebrate feeling, is it? But uh, maybe it's not too conducive to what they need to do to hatch off because yeah, yeah. they just want to find the trees, right? So maybe they through. Evolution or whatever, they know that it's not going to be too good. They're yeah. going to be blown away.
0: There's another reason you're year tonight now is setting up for this Gwentangling, what is it, the show tomorrow?
1: That's right, yeah. So our annual Gwentangling Society Open Day. Uh, last one was in 2019. Unfortunately, COVID ruined a couple of years of it. Um, but we've done it a few years now, um, 2017, 18, and 19 and they've gone from strength to strength. So we open it up. Members, non-members, kids especially. We try and want to get more kids involved yeah. with fishing. So we'll have workshops where we are now, five, six workshops on the river. And it's not, you know, um, we, we're in very close sort of uh, relationship with Game Angling Instructors Association. A lot of, uh, lot of instructors in the club, probably the most in Wales. Um, so, but they're not technical based. They're all about fishing techniques, really. Dry fly, nymphing, wet flies, It's not spinous. just a casting field. No, no, no. And that's, that's what we kind of want to you know, show off, really. The fact that our ethos is all about um, committed to the environment, right? So it's about what else we do. We've had pollution incidents through the years and stuff. And it's how we work then with the government and the NRW to try and stop those from happening again. It's not as easy as, as that. There's a lot of uh, challenges to say the least. Um, but our club, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to be part of a group that um, really works to minimize those pollution incidents. So that's what it's all about, really, the open days. It's, it's river-based stuff, then in the field we'll have fly dressers, um, Mark Roberts, who you've had on the show, Bol Slaney, who you've had on the show, Tim Wood and Stuart all again on the show. Um, yeah. And then we'll have Deer Creek, we'll have Loop turning up, uh, hell of a hog roast uh yeah. our last ones that's gonna be good and of course charles jardine's doing a demo so it's going to be that's good
0: it encourages people to come not only i suppose to learn of the cast it'll, it's the incentive there's a chance actually you're seeing a fish that's
1: yeah awesome. yeah well back in the day when um back in my instructor days this is where i learned Then mark was my mentor and alan reese another podcast attendee as well the two of them were my main um mentors really and when we were here doing the casting lessons for members and not members as well, but mainly members turned up, we'd be on here and they, you know, we'd use wool, and they'd be, "Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting fish stick my wool. Can I can I, can I, can I, put a fly on?" <laughs> no, we can't put a fly on because again, it just changes and fishing then rather than casting. But still, yeah, it's um, it was quite uh, quite funny to see. So, when did you start with the club then? Um, it was just. I think it was around the time When I was getting into Gaia And the instructor thing So that was about oh, 15 years ago maybe um, Justin was doing his So Justin Connolly again you yeah. had him on the show as well He was doing his Single-handed syllabus at the time um, and that's when I got friends with him um, And after that The club just kind of clicked You know The yield ethos And what they do And how they go about it And I joined the committee pretty much uh, within that first year, so I've. uh, It's a very active club, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, obviously COVID hit us a bit, um, but Mark again, he's been the stalwart really of you know the driving force, I suppose, all the articles, um, the the videos. We was I suppose one of the clubs doing it. That's it, yeah. Yeah. And it was great. We used to have fly tying nights in Killian. They were a good laugh. Then we did you know open days again, just for fly tying as well. Again, just bringing
0: the community together, really, just to just enjoy and you you seen, stepped into his boots now then because he's you, oh uh, take, uh, secretary <laughs> he was wasn't right he? let
1: me be clear here <laughs> i may have taken on the role but uh, i can't fill those boots uh, in in any way <laughs> um i take a bullet from my he's a he's a top bloke um and likewise you know you uh, you kind of want to give something back right and, and and the club is is very close to my heart so like i say you've got the people like mark robert Alan reese who've given a lot to fishing in general and the club um, and it's, yeah, it's good to give something back. So yeah, um, it's like a second job now. Uh, so <laughs> tomorrow's so tomorrow ten o'clock, ten a.m. Um, and we'll be going right through till about about four. I'll have a nice raffle at the end of the day and stuff, and then and then I'm gonna have a beer and go back to normal life after that. That's I think right. I'll have my life back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you've been you've been at this for a couple of days, then, have you? Uh
1: Since the start of the year, since March, we've been planning it. We've oh, had a subcommittee, it. so there's been about four of us who have. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's not just. Set up. Bloody hell, I, I haven't done uh, much in comparison, I mean, the rest of the team, the event team that we're now known as, uh, all the marquee that you saw, uh, you know, planning, even down to the portaloos, right, all the little things, it just takes months of planning, and it's been a lot, selling tickets, promoting it, taking all the photos, it's just,
0: yeah, it's been non-stop,
1: so, uh, but it's been good, and it'll be worth it, I think we're in for a good day tomorrow.
0: This is the first one since lockdown then?
1: First one since 2019 now, yeah. So hopefully yeah. we'll have a few people turning up on the day. I think so. Yeah. I think we're gonna have about 80 or so people there. So it's, is it? Is it a fee? It is, yeah. So obviously we want to go and give first dibs to members. Um, so it's 35 pound for members and 40 for non-members. But of course that includes professionally led uh, demos and yeah. lessons, really, right? So if you, you could be brand new, you could have been doing it for decades. But what we tried to say is right show you proper structure and give you some background understanding and deep knowledge about what the guys are trying to show you, so whether that be dry fly or spiders or a certain technique or like the double handed mechanics, you know, of um good substance before style, you know. So there's a lot of professional guys needing this as well and driving that. So yeah, forty pound might might seem a lot, but there's a lot of long, you know, um a lot of yeah, knowledge not, there going yeah, into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not a lot these days. I don't know why the golfers now even
1: Well, I've got to say, I mean, uh, even the hog roast lunch, it'll be uh, worth that 40 quid, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah they're in for a hey, treat tomorrow. The I they come along tomorrow.
0: <laughs> no, do. Can like smell it No.
1: <laughs> all the location details, and if they want to buy tickets online in advance, they can, or they can pay on the day. all on your website anyway, All on the
0: website, yeah. Yeah. So you live yourself now, you're in Cardiff, yeah?
1: I am, You're, you're sins, not from uh, Cardiff, No, no, God, so. no, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm a boy born and bred. Um the accent hopefully gives it away. Not uh, it doesn't sound Cardiff, hopefully. Um, damn not damn <laughs> well, yeah. It's not uh, right. I'm not putting anyone from Cardiff down, right? But no, I'm worth a boy proud of it. Um, worked in. I work in IT. And I always have done, even in around the guiding and flight tying and stuff. Uh, for coming up, well, got to be over 20 years now. You do the website, I guess, do? Um, right. No, no. So a couple of other guys ran it originally, and then we moved to a company called Clubmate, and they they just yeah. I literally oh, I'm nice. going to manage anything now. It's great. It's so easy. Um, but yeah, you, you, it's nice to have a bit of a technical background so you can tweak things and do this and that. But um, well, well, the good thing is, is when I finish a, a technical day job, uh, my kind of ethos now is just yeah, to keep things simple. And if I am going to manage a website, even easier. I can just, you know, see, you know, member requests and things like that and all those queries. So that's good. But no, um past five comes and generally uh, no IT. Where did
0: you start the fish then? In the River of Merthyr, is it?
1: No, I start, so I started with Dad. Uh, he got me into fishing, and we fished little ponds and private lakes, things like that. Kevin Mabley over Jesus, in Newport yeah, was yeah, was yeah. back. And they, when they had trout, because I don't think they got yeah, trout anymore. You know. no. That was um, good that I fished it then. Yeah, no, I loved it, I loved it. And I went through the early days of, oh, I still think of the blisters now. I was obviously, you know, knowing a lot more about casting now. You know, you've just, well, done all the rods, so on. And I came away with so many blisters and horrible things. But we fished those... <laughs> Uh, to the point, right, he'd be bandaging my hands up before we'd go. Um, I think a couple of months in, uh, I think we got rained off and it was terrible. We always used to get up, you know, it's one of those romantic stories. Your old man would wake you up and say, come on, boy, we'll, we'll go fishing today. And he'd make the flask with ideal, not even milk, you know, that condensed milk. It was great. And um, Jesus, yeah, well, yeah, I think we were, we were rained off and he said, oh, well, you could tell I was got So he showed me at the tire flight. I think it was a buzzer or something. So no, it wasn't a buzzer I'm sort of, uh, I focus on now. It was those little stores. And then I slowly got into rivers, and then I had a break. We laughed earlier, didn't we, about uh, you know, beer, rock and roll, and girls come along. Uh, I was playing basketball at the time, so I wasn't, it was a bit was a weird mix. And, yeah, um, yeah I, had a, I had a break for a few years, and then thought, oh, do you know what, I, I need to get back in. And it was around, I think, seventeen eighteen that I first fished a river. And I was like, oh, my God, this is life-changing, this running water. This, there's loads more going on. And I know there is still, but for me, rivers just... Just knock me up the. You get dark, that really.
0: with some people, don't I? But I, I do see the attraction, though. Well, I see the attraction. of Some of the fish you catch, so uh, I, I can see that. Really, like, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so it, that's when you started, then. That's when I started, when yeah. you a teenager, then, back in the rivers or something. Yeah, right? yeah. As
1: you say, a couple of years break or whatever, um, and then back into it. And to be fair, I never really think about anything. Like Everything kind of turned then into fishing, right? And. Back then, there was no real YouTube or anything, so you had to buy the books and work out, and then you meet these people, right? And as I grew up, then there was, you know, the Marks and the Allens. And,
0: Didn't you used to do um, some guiding yourself as well?
1: Yeah, no, so I, one so was that. So I did it for about nine years. Um, as I say, with Justin, we, we both did a single-handed. Justin went off and became a rock star with his double-handed and all the, all the, all the, <laughs> the guiding work that he does now. Um, I did about nine years part-time, right? Because I was working as well, obviously. Uh, and it, it got a bit too much. Uh, you know, you finish work and then you maybe meet a client for a casting lesson, and then you'd be coming home and tying flies till late tonight for either an order or next day's guiding. And it, yeah, after nine years, it was like, now I need to put it aside. So I knocked it all on the head a couple of years back, three years now, and the fishing has been superb. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been brilliant.
0: Loved it. What I've noticed on social media when I see your posts and that, you sort of made a bit of a name for yourself for. Micro flies, have not they? Small flies. Like yeah. More than anybody else I've seen, really. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a do bit, you bit of you anything bigger than a size 16?
1: No, I do, and that's the, that's the laugh, really. It became like a challenge for three seasons, two or three seasons, I think. I, um, so, all I, so all I fished was sub 20, and it was, it, was, it was great. And it taught you a lot, right, you know, about tippet strengths and rods and, you know, not going for, you know the Ferrari fast end stuff. And it was fun. But no, I fished 16s and 14s and 18s and all sorts. Yeah, it was strange because, yeah, I did focus on it. There. There, there was a chap, um, he's in Northern Ireland, uh, Andy Baird. He was a uh, micro fly tire, still, still to this day. Loves his punk back in the day and stuff like that, which kind of resonated with my heavy metal background. And, um, yeah, it, we got chatting like and stuff. And, oh, Big time, yeah, well, it was. Bands when I was younger and stuff, punk and then um, oh, yeah, metal the and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was good. Good. That, it was weird because they they'd fight. It was uh, you know I'd go to band practice or whatever, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'll be fishing today." What can. did you used to play? Guitar and lead
0: vocals. Was it? Yeah. I was in a band. Yeah. I was vocals. Did. Yeah. But uh, I, I couldn't stand couldn't stand heavy metal, and the valleys attracted it. They're all <laughs> all the pubs play heavy metal. Right? Good no. metal scene, yeah, yeah. It was, wasn't enough yeah. for me. Though. Yeah. was so the far cry isn't it Difference to like sitting here now in a bank, the quiet, peace and quiet. Two well, streams
1: Yeah. I suppose sometimes you just want to chill out and sometimes you want to break something. I mean. <laughs> Both are legal ways of doing it, right? So <laughs> we'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah. I remember I used to go to, um, oh, often clubs in Cardiff, I'd see Public Image as well.
1: Yeah, right, and, yeah. Uh,
0: see The Damned. There's yeah. quite a few. I was big into the... I only had green at once, didn't you? There you are. <laughs> Times change, uh, I, just, it, I, just, I just listen do. to diddly door no? Some traditionalised music. <laughs> well, see, I it.
1: We all grow up, don't we? And yeah. change. I said.
0: Yeah. Would you know nowadays, you know, I noticed the scene you got into these small flies you were seeing. Do you still fish them? Or is yeah. it just something you wanted out your system, you wanted to try them?
1: No, I do. Well, it's weird because, um, you know, we, we've done loads of shows and, you know, over the years and things and they've been great and you, know, and you learn all these new techniques and you get to rub shoulders with some absolutely amazing fly dressers. Yeah. Like, mind blowing. Um, four of them are here tomorrow, to be honest, and, uh, you know, they're great. Um, but on the flip side, the last time I can spend behind the vice and uh, you know I can sit there and look at that, then that's where I've kind of come to now. Uh, when I was joking with a mate the other day, we kind of use these just two patterns, like a yeah, CDC yeah, now. The there, there we go. Right yeah, in the middle yeah. of the pool there, the top there. Yeah. yeah, above there's a willow there and there's always a couple there, buggers to yeah. creep up on there. Good fish, that one. But yeah, it, yeah, uh but yeah, no, like I say, it, you know, you got to work is work, right? And I, oh, I bust my brain sometimes. You know, I'm 41 now, this so year just gone. And I, I'm like, how much more have I got in me? Just staying at that, you know, level where you can have to absorb all this tech stuff. Um, and this is where I come to chill out. And the flies now kind of reflect that, I suppose. Keep it simple and they catch.
0: That's it. So, what you set up, you got, you know, with we'll do tonight then?
1: So, yeah, so there's the main box with, it's just like CDC and, you know, all the paradigms that I like tie in, But then I kind of go and just use uh, the go-to's, really. So these midge-emerge things just CDC and a bit of thread and a, and a bit of squirrel, and that's it. And then you've got these iobo. What are they? What you know, size what? are these, then? Well, no, they they are 16s, yeah. the midge. And again, 16s and 18s, so nothing, nothing mad. These are smaller than they. Well, 18s maybe. Is it? So 18s is about the smallest. With the paradons I fish now, and you know, if you're, you know, eight fids and stuff, there's a couple in there that go down to 24 and 26s maybe there. But again, the, the main ones now are, watch the wind. But these sorts of things, deer, air, snowshoe, again, a couple of ingredients, and they yeah. catch, they catch,
0: yeah, amazingly on on
1: yeah. on any sort of river.
0: And tip it now to go are those,
1: say, 18s and 16s. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, I've, I've lost a lot of fish this year. Um, Whether it's through trying to You're bully doing as
0: close as you can get away with, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I do, but I think I think I bully in a lot more this year, and I don't know where what's changed through winter. Really, um, I've flipped now. I used to use three and a half pound tippet, six x, and I've just reverted now five x. It doesn't, from what I've seen, it doesn't. Um, and I made the he said, "Gah, you want to be uh, up in your tippet," because I was, uh, yeah, I was losing fish. Um, they were pinging off just because I had too much pressure on. Um, and whether that lit, like the tip, it just didn't like it and it would pop
0: or not or something. Would you do straight through or do you, you taper it?
1: No, I taper it. So I usually have a 12 foot um, tapered leader down to, what's that, down to six pound, 4x then. Yeah. And then I'll stick another two, three foot on of uh, of 5x, so yeah. five pound or 6x, three and a half pound. And dries, you'll be fishing now? This, I like to, price. yeah, yeah. We've all got our own favourites, and for me, dry fly, is, this just does it for me, you know. And yeah, I'm not yeah. putting any other method down, I never will. Um, you know, we all do it for the reasons that we all do it for. And oh, what rod is that you got? And this is, uh, this is coming in the, in the casket with me, this is, this is the Sage Trout LL. Yeah, I ain't giving this to anyone. Which minutes. is it? The Sage Trout LL. So, so for me, as a dry fly fisherman, that's probably the best rod I've ever used, this just superb. Nine foot for a four weight. Nine foot for a four. And
0: eight.
1: on the ask it's all uh, oh, the taff or mono, all the that's lovely. I lovely action on that. Lovely.
0: It? Nice and relaxed. Yeah. Not too tippy. No. No. It's not It's not soft. It's not tippy either, is it? Mm. It's it got, got a bit of a feel of power. Like crispness to it. Yeah. 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 That's lovely. That's it. So, yeah. what line is that? Uh, oh,
1: I've been using them for years, the Rio Golds. Um, I also use those Barrio lines as well. They are superb. Um, but between the two, they're both great again for this yeah, yeah. for this stretch of river again what's that 40 50 foot in max yeah widths, you know and i don't cast far i try not to because again yeah. there's just more line to manage
0: and would you normally when you came say for instance you drive here tonight now and you just wait Are there times you just sit and just wait and watch or would you just literally think right and start fishing you would wait until you see fish really?
1: i yeah I, and again it's personal preference i suppose right now, to me if i can see a fish rising Then the challenge comes into play where, right, where do I need to be to create a drag-free drift so it might be below it, might even be above it. Um, How close can I get to it without spooking? What's it feeding on? And again, generally, back to those couple of patterns, right, they don't really look to mimic a specific fly. Because yeah. they kind of do it all. I noticed they, there's a, a lot of CDC in
0: there, haven't they? There is, you, yeah. You
1: do them quite full. Yeah, well, these bigger ones then, like March Browns, I'll fish up the top of this beach where it's more bit more broken early season. It's where yeah. they'll be coming off. And they'll just get smashed. Um, but then the finer sort of CDC stuff then, you know, I, I like to be able to see it. And even in dark, you can see the, the silhouette of the, the yeah, feather yeah. as well. It's just, yeah, yeah. They, they have their places.
0: Yeah. So Do you do this um uh, Olimphert? You start the season. Um a lot of people love it, don't they?
1: It works, yeah. For me. again, for me, it, again, I, I I never turn my nose up at any method ever, um, because we all do it for our own reasons. Um, and I used to, yeah, I used to focus on it on in winter for greeling. Um, I really pulled back the last few seasons. We were talking earlier, and I, I think I've appreciated the start of trout season because trout. It's all about trout to me. I, I just love it. You know, they're, they're beautiful things. Um, you don't do the greeling i got out once last winter in november i think and that was it um i gotta be honest care okay, the older i can <laughs> get in it's cold uh, you know you stood up to your almost uh, above your waist you know you're wading quite deep in cold cold water it's more of um a social thing and you get to catch up with friends and, yeah. and ask and about I, I i don't do a lot of it put it that way but what when sea, i do what
0: about the sea trout or the bass it still not,
1: not... i can see the appeal but then again if somebody says Do you want to be out, you know, at night, I'd probably be fishing before dark for trout, you know, and then, then I'm happy I've had my fill. Yeah. I've never felt the pull really. But yeah. one day, you know, I'll say no. One yeah. day.
0: Yeah.
1: What about salmon? Have you had salmon from the US? I've hooked into them like we all have, you know, if you're fishing nymphs back in the day and stuff. But uh so no, somebody honest it, to God, for me the only thing I really dream about is is a trout. I've lost sleep over trout, you know. Like like we all have, you know, you
0: either lose a big fish or a tricky fish. But I yeah, I, I, and
1: hopefully that doesn't stop.
0: You know? Being as you you sort of like you fish this probably as, as much as anyone, you know areas where there's big fish. So, you know for instance, you caught a fish there tonight, nice fish. Yeah. Would you want to catch them again then? Um, that's a good question. Have you actually done that? Caught fish? I've caught this fish before.
1: Well, funny enough, um, it was a good few years ago. I think it was fishing the Taff, and it was a friend of mine, Nick Steedman. He he asked me actually he said oh you put a picture on social media blah 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 do you mind sending it to me I want to compare and he'd caught that same fish like a week before yeah and I was like, you know the spot configuration on them was was identical there was no no confusing that that was the same trout
0: yeah yeah they will be caught I mean I've done that once I had a, a, a trout it was 15 pound on the Corrib. Put the pictures up on social media and uh, I didn't notice it somebody noticed it it's the same fish my, another mate of mine had caught, right, six weeks before, and he uh, was sixteen pounds then. And on a I don't yeah. think for well, one minute he yeah, was in the current. I don't think for one minute he lost a pound. And knowing the guy who caught it, he added a pound on it, <laughs> <laughs> so I caught him out of effect, then, like, you know. No. And that's a big expanse of water as well. Yeah, is yeah. the same. ish location. Yeah, two hundred yards, is some it? square yards. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, But they are very, te- you know, they're territorial in the rivers. The same in the lake, yep. absolutely the same in the lake. Yeah. You know? There's areas in that lake devoid of fish, you know, but there's areas where they can't, for some reason, be there, you know, more than any other thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, so, as regards to tie, you know, do you, do you tie now then? No. You, you don't go to shows at all, no? No, I
1: still do shows, still love doing the shows. Oh, um, nice. So, I don't tie commercially anymore. Um, it got to a point, okay, where where, uh, you know, and, and it was good. You get to meet some awesome clients and you have some chats about can you tie this and can you tie that um and it was great you know you just get to have that conversation and some of them are guided as well and some of them become friends with but you know you you get a order of like i don't know 120 clink gammas size oh, 16 geez. and it, you know you see yeah cool all right somebody's going to enjoy those but at the same time it breaks your heart you know you, you got to get a couple of capes because there ain't 120 feathers uh, on a single cape for the same size fly, is it? So, you know, especially if it's a cape, the saddle might be different. So I got to the point where, you know, you're up till like one, two o'clock in the morning, just trying to churn out these orders and it broke me. And uh so no, no, now I tie for, I do, I do auctions still. Uh, there's a couple of friends in different clubs that, you know, like-minded, like, like, like us, they're all bloody weird trout bums or whatever. I'm not I'm a bum, trout head. Um, and definitely the shows, yeah. So British Fly Fair is always a good laugh. You don't get to see some of those guys, you only see them once a year or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, Irish life is a good one. Fly Fest, when, when, when that was on, that was good And So, you know, it's good to get out. You get I, I just take talk.
0: my hat off to people like Stuart Foxall yeah and uh, yeah. Paul Slaney, where they'll tie, sit down and tie 40 of on one pattern. You know? yeah. yeah. I get bored after three or four, you know, I want to do something <laughs> else. Like, you know, it's like, I just don't know how they do it. And yeah. they all look identical, Absolutely don't they? Seems.
1: Well, again, that's a sign of a good fly tire, And it uh, consistency in it. What they tie, yeah. and those two again, masters of the, what they do, unbelievable, yeah. and yeah. so knowledgeable as well. They've got advice to use. I use uh, Regal. Um, oh, I can't remember what more the basic model. It's just awesome. like a yeah, absolute proof yeah. open and close. I said no spinning bits or not. You know, not right, a couple of turning bits. Yeah. It's not true rotary. It does turn. Yeah, but you know, I. I I haven't oiled it, I haven't done anything to it, it just won't break. It's just yeah. absolutely amazing vice.
0: Um, I need one, I need a new vice. I got somebody on the case actually, they might get me a Regal. <laughs> but they're so expensive, like right? the ones I at, it's about 650 quid, you know?
1: Yeah, I won't spend that. I think the Regals were well, a couple of hundred quid, maybe 300 max. But again, if you tie a lot, you know, and, yeah. you're, and you're on it a lot, then that um, it becomes a nice experience then rather than fight them with your gear. Yeah. Like you know we all like nice rods and reels and lines and stuff like that but nobody really or well, a lot of people don't see the tie inside as you oh, know I need to invest in it you know if you yeah. use nice materials nice tools like any trade you know then it's just going to make it a more enjoyable experience you don't fish the waters then at all uh no, uh, a couple of years back I visited. We were up, me and the missus, we were up in North Wales. Uh, we go up a couple of times a year because we love it up there. I think if we could live up there, we would. Sure? Uh, yeah, I love it, absolutely love it. Um, but the trout fishing on the rivers, as you know, is not as good as maybe in some areas as the south. So I'd miss the usk a bit too much, I think, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but a friend of mine up there, Brian Jones, he's a guide up there, and he, he took us to uh, what's the name? It's an awesome ridge walk just above it. So we like our hiking as well, me and the missus. And, um, yeah. We get out in the winter quite a lot. She did a ridge walk with the dog. and um, Up in North Wales. Yeah, so. me and Brian took a bit of a drive to get up there. Something Gwynant maybe? Gwinnant. In Gwinnant? Yeah, yeah, oh, Sting Gwynant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely spot. There's but a like, lot of lovely
0: lakes oh, there. Oh,
1: unbelievable, yeah. Those I get because it's nice and wild, you know, you've yes. got to hike in. I like the adventure about it, you know. Um... But that was that was low. I didn't know what I was doing. Mind. I literally, it was like going back yeah. to them, like baselining myself. I was like, "What do I do with this, right? He was like, "Well, yeah. don't don't target them because they're gonna have gone or moved or yeah, they're patrolling yeah. or something." And I saw him, Yeah, I caught one. and I was happy.
0: It wasn't big, but I was happy. I just, I just you you fish Taliban, no no. I used to love that water. It can be hard, can't it? It's a, oh, yeah. it's a good good water. You get you got to get to know it, don't you? Mm. Yeah. You know, I used to fish it for years. One day a year, like you know, it's all be one of those places of yeah. a day up there. Yeah. It'll have world one or two. But then last season, I had the fall season there, and I was up there three, four nights a week. Really? And yeah, I get yeah. to know it then. Like yeah. you know. It was it was weird, right? It was like as soon as it was getting dark, like you can hear the birds now, right? As soon as the birds stop, you see them. Right. It's if they time it right, you know. There's a certain moment when the fish start to feed uh, yeah, when the yeah. birds stop and i've done it this year as well at the same time and they'll come in closer as well you know right and so many people will just nine o'clock or go home like, yeah you know? yeah and that's the time to be there yeah, like you know? no 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 hold no, on yeah, yeah so but it, unless you get a dirty day dark clouds rain even wind yeah. you catch them in the a day then mm, nice but uh, i i will spend more time up there now especially when I come back from Ireland, I, I got the DTs now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to go want your next hit now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you never gone into the competition scene as a kid and a thing with the legs?
1: No. Um, and again, I know a lot of boys who, who've been in it, friends with them and stuff, but it's not for me. It's never appealed. Like, like, this this is what does it for me, just sat there talking about it sometimes. Have, have we you got any goals? Uh, not really. Just continuing. It's been a good season so far. The last couple of years have been really good. Uh, we picked up new waters. It's nice to sort of explore them a bit. Um, I suppose I, I one thing I've neglected from fishing the ask so much the last few years is the smaller streams that I loved fishing. That's the proper adventure, you know, your knee guards on and stuff, and you're crawling about and stuff, and you'll do quite a few miles in a day. Yeah. So it's a, you know, you're mixing hiking with a bit of fishing in as well. All small
0: fish, like, but you know, beautiful little wildies. Yeah. And is there anywhere you think on your bucket list I want to fish?
1: Yeah, we we earlier to I me mean, about Montana and New Zealand and stuff. I, I do like I do a lot of fishing reading and stuff as well, um,
0: and the Americanized I way of, of fishing. Reading. Yeah, I, see I love posts it. Posts and there's always a little glass of malt or something, and there's uh, a of yeah, yeah, and a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have a good collection of books. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they do. I mean, you look at the John Gieracs and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, it's all about the Americanized way you're fishing I suppose they're all about adventure and you know and yeah. if there's a cabin and, and the woods involved in a story it. I'm sold um, the British stories I, I've never been they've never connected too well with me then yeah because uh, we've, we've we've always done it haven't we we've got that gentry sort of background and stuff and I've, I've never got that because I'm maybe it's because I'm a valley boy I, I don't know
0: <laughs> it's never I really I think a place thing. you'd love is Sweden yeah I've been here many times there's another one on the list yeah and that's a good point I went to this one place uh, and talk about remote. We flew into Stockholm. <laughs> Stockholm. Another plane end up to Mora. Yeah. We had a car then, four-wheel drive, up to this place called Idra. Uh, and they give us a helicopter then, up to the mountains, onto this, like I don't know if it was an island, but there was a boat then, a rowing boat, but a row across then into this cabin. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh opinions. yeah, <laughs> and it was. he was. It, we were there for three days. I don't know if you know the guy Andrew Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. do. Yeah, he, he joined me for the trip, and uh-huh. uh, it was, he con- he, his head went, he, he, he really panicked to the remoteness. Right. Because he said, if if something happens when you're there. You're on your own. You're on your own. Now. Yeah. We had a guide, obviously we had a guide with us, and uh, you had like a radio phone then, because the mobiles, nothing didn't work. Yeah, that, right. No. But I loved it. it was great, like, you know, we had a few fish. Good. Yeah, but that's, there's nothing beats it, it's a, it it's proper remote.
1: Yeah, and it, that's the thing. You're you, you, like instantly connected to everything these yeah. days. Now and again, I, you know, I'm working in IT for so long now. I just yeah, I want to break from all that. You know, just get yeah. away as far away from me. And it's hard to do, to be honest, because you're you're always contactable and stuff. And you know, to be in those environments, so the better. I was a uh, like you say, yeah. If you get uh, yeah. lost it a bit, then uh, I love
0: it. A lot of people use Oh, there's no signal. There's no signal. Sometimes it's nice. Not yeah. Signals, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose we can talk all night fishing, but we'll have to try and see if we can get into a fish, you know. We'll see, we'll see and, you can uh, rise in that Yeah, we did see one or two guys. But before we we'll wrap up, there's one question I want to ask. <laughs> I have no idea what it's going to be. Where would you want to be to uh, make your last cast?
1: It might surprise you, actually, okay? So, uh, yeah, I love the ask. right? I'll, I'll take a bullet to this river. It's, uh, it's beautiful. But I think the one that really... Um, got the blood pumping for rivers in the very beginning was actually the very very top of the taff, the Taff Echen. Um you know comes out with Pen of An pretty much as a wild stream. Then it forms the Nayad that is now kinda of sadly gone. Um that system there is there's two isn't there. There's there's and they both meet in Mirtha and form the Taff proper. There's a Taff Vow or the or the big and then the Taff Echen the small. And the Taff Echen is again tumbly broken um and i think I, I joked once um i was out to the mate Liam, and he, and he fished that one day and then i said look you could sprinkle my ashes here this is this is the one and it's it's a beautiful beautiful river um, with myrthanglin and they've done a great job bringing that back over the years um and keeping it as a wild brown trout fishery and it's just superb spectacular beautiful and again back to what we were saying about remoteness, you do kind of feel up there that you are alone in this you know deep deep valley you know uh, and it's yeah wonderful brilliant fishing let's go back where you started yeah literally i think so yeah
0: yeah well cheers gareth and uh let's hope you can get some fish now yeah pleasure thanks for having me if you've enjoyed this podcast please consider becoming a patreon where you will get two extra podcasts each month that's one every week plus bonus content photography and other exclusive content plus access to over 60 plus episodes. You can join my Patreon channel by visiting patreon.com forward slash Jones or see the links on my website, castingwithkerriejones.com or see my posts on Facebook and Instagram. Well, that's all for now. Tight lines and don't strike too soon.